This is Captivated Minds. I'm Stan. I'm Jake. And this is our October of Horror. Ooh, that's a good little... That's a good one, right? Yeah, that's a good one. We're talking about a different horror movie all month long, every day this month, because of Halloween. Right. We've talked about a lot of movies so far. And on this one, we're going to talk about that cult hit, Candyman. I... Had not seen this in a while. Hadn't seen it in a hot minute. And... Yep. Rewatching it got me excited for the the new one. New one, because like, there's some stuff in this movie that they tell us, but they don't really explain to us why. Yes, but in this new one, because we kind of see like is what's this going new on. One almost like close to an origin type. Of yeah, I would story. say because so because it looks like it, right? Well, it looks like it's a reboot, <clears throat> but it's also a sequel at the same time. So it's its own thing. Yeah, it has like all aspects of like a sequel, reboot, and an origin story all tied Mixed into, into one. one which, which is kind of neat. Sometimes yeah. they do it's good, but sometimes it's not so good. But this one looks really, really now, good. is Jordan just producing it? He is just producing it. Right. Yes. Which, I'm, as his, long as he his, has hands is in it. So Jordan Peele, everyone. <clears throat> uh, his monkey paw production is making it. Okay. All right, so that's yeah, yeah. the thing. And it's directed by Nia Costa, but it's re- supposed to be really, uh, from what Why I've seen. Why does that name sound familiar? It sounds familiar, too. She's done other things, too, I believe. Oh, I'll have to look at that yeah. later. But, I mean, like, the, I am in love with 90s horror. I like I like, like 70s. 70s, 80s. 70, yeah. 80s can have hit or miss moments, still, but 90s It's is, those 30 years. That's right. Well, of, 60s though, Psycho. Yeah, Psycho was Psycho was something. If you get into the 50s, we got the Universal monster movies. That's true, but I think it's because the way I grew up. Yeah, the, I grew up with like between 70s and 90s movies. Yeah, see, right? I I grew up with 40s, 50s, yeah. whatever it was. So as long it, as it was a horror so movie. So when it came to like for 30s, 40s, and 50s, even 60s. Yeah, they were monster movies, or Hitchcock. Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. Nah. See? But, like, or there was a lot of westerns. That's right. Like, because I, those era of movies, I watched all the time at my grandparents' house. That's right. Yeah. But when I was home, it was more of, like... like Friday the 13th. Yes. Halloween, you know. Yes. Nightmare in Elm Street. The Thing. The Thing. Critters. Alien. Alien. Yeah. You know what I mean? Candyman. Yep. Like... I don't think I ever watched this one growing up. I think it was either more Freddy or, J- or Gremlins or family-friendly. So, like It b- was borderline it, hard a little bit. To me, what happened was I was watching a lot of a lot of Freddy, a lot of Jason. I didn't touch on Halloween a lot. I watched it, but yeah. I didn't touch. Like It wasn't my favorite. It wasn't the, a go-to. At the time, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, Freddy's my favorite. Yeah. All times. Um, but... Then I started to like go out towards what other type. So like Hellraiser became a thing. You so know what I, mean? I got a fun fact I'll tell and you. And then that. all of a sudden it's like, oh, I got to see this Candyman thing. And this Candyman thing freaked me out because it's like, well, what if it's true? Come on. No, as a kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. As a, because the thing is, we used to play Bloody Mary all the time in front of a mirror. And now it's like, oh, if you say Candyman, he's going to come and kill you. And it's like, shit. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. So what were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, uh, there's a fun little fact I'll tell you in here once we get, because you like Hellraiser, right? I do. I like Hellraiser. So we'll I, I like, I don't like the fat Hellraiser. You like Cl- Clive Barker movies? Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, Ooh. Well, okay. Ooh. So opening scene. The credits begin as we uh, begins as we begin to see the city from above. As we are watching it, it gives some sort of eerie spectacle. The camera moves through the city slowly as we hear the theme music begin to play on in the background. The, the theme music is almost angelic in a sense, but also has this eerie tone. We cut to bees. We hear a voice about talking about blood. We see the city covered in a shadow briefly. We cut to the story of Claire and Billy. We hear the narration as we are witnessing the story. Claire, in the story, is telling us, uh, is, tells us that by saying Candyman five times into a mirror, Candyman will appear. So Billy does what he's told and, and kisses her or whatever. Uh, Claire says the last Candyman, they say Candyman, but she says the last one as she looks into the mirror and she turns off the light. From what Billy saw, turned his hair white from shock according to the story being told to us. Claire and the baby were murdered, but Millie made it out, and he went crazy. See, I like how they set it up this way. Yes. It's it's a little bit of narration, mm -hmm. but it's also showing and telling us at the same time, which is kind of setting up the backstory and kind of the origins of this mythological Candyman thing. I also think that back... back in the 90s, even 80s, they really knew how to score horror movies. That's right. Because, like, to me, when it's an action movie, a drama, romance, it's it's usually the same type. It's like Jaws, too. The Jaws, right. it's, Jaws was not about the monster. It was yes. more about the score leading so up to when, the monster. When you can make a score for a horror movie, and as soon as you hear that score, no matter... What you're doing, you hear the melody. You can sit there and go, that is Candyman. Like, Ch -ch -ch that is Jason. Or, that or is -na 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 -na. So they, they all have very specific have scores. Exactly. So here's our disclaimer from IMDb. We use a lot of information from IMDb because it is a great source of information for these movie mayhem episodes. I'm surprised. Maybe it's because we haven't like ventured out. But as far as I know, IMDb is the only thing. Yeah. It's a, because it's a, I've never found another site that is... That detailed. That detailed. No. Mr. Skins, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I think I've tried looking yeah. to go like... But it's either... Whatever comes up or, is usually IMDb or Wikipedia. But yeah. But Wikipedia, you can't, you you can't, can't really, really trust. trust. Fun facts. Here's this section. Tony Todd, the... Bleed, who plays Candyman, was stung 26 times during the space of the Candyman trilogy. Oh, shit. He told this to, uh, in the documentary series, Eli Roth's History of Horror, which is a good little documentary series, by the way. I, I like Tony Todd. Yeah. And there's a lot of things he's in, and they still kind of give him that creepy vibe. If he's, like, just this loner. Yep. He's always like the creepy loner. Did you notice he was in Flash? They they used him in as one of the bad guys as one season. His voice is the Flash. Yes, which is I was yes. like, okay, that's pretty cool. Which is cool. What about his version of Night of the Living Dead? Do you like that one? Oh yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I, I like the original. I but like it. it. Yeah, the bees were bred specifically for this movie. They needed to make sure that the bees were only 
12 hours old so that they would look like mature bees, but the stinger wouldn't be power not powerful enough to do any real damage. Okay, so... Beekeeping okay. is a big thing, by All the right. way. So they went into, like, bee science. That's right. For this, which is fantastic. Yeah. At first... Okay, at first, you know how you were like, okay, they had to make sure the bees were 12... Hours old. I was thinking, like, that was part of, like, the bee thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know how you're only allowed to work children for That's a certain right. time? There you go, yeah. So it's like, oh, the bees only can work for 12 Bridge hours? Yeah. And then you had to, like, give them a break? Right. No. But, but that were... that makes sense because now they're they're a fatter, bigger bee. There's, but they don't hurt. But they don't hurt as bad. Which is perfect. Right. Which, that's the last thing you want. Exterior, hallway, and stairway scenes were actually filmed for a few days in the infamous Cabrini Green housing projects. I did not know that. I did not know that. Through the producers had to make a deal with the ruling gang members to put them in the movie as extras to ensure that the cast and crew safety during the filming. No shit. No shit. This is wow. Yeah. Even with this argument, a sniper put a bullet through the production van the last day of filming, though no one was injured. Oh, that is nuts. That's creepy as shit. Oh my god. Yeah. On the DVD commentary, Alan Poole said the, that Virginia Madsen had been an unavailable. The part of Hella would have most likely gone to Sandra Bullock. Ooh. Different movie. Yeah. Totally different totally movie. Totally different, different movie. movie. Has, okay. Has Sandra Bullock been in any horror movies? Bird Box. Okay. So never seen it. I've never seen it. I love Bird Box. I thought it was very good. I love boxes. Yeah. I love things in boxes. Yeah. Okay, before Bird Box. I don't think she's ever been in a horror movie. No. I but, can't but I, not off the top of my head, I don't I don't think so. But the thing is Yes. Murder by numbers. Oh yes. That's a good one. That's fantastic. That's a great one. So technically this would have been number two. No, but this would have been... This is early 90s. This is early, early 90s. But, That's 2002, 2003, something like that. But that four. tells me she could have done that. She could have done it. And it would have been okay. It would have been really good. But yeah, Murdered by Numbers. God damn I, That's a good movie. And I just add... It's, I think it's on HBO. I just added it on my list. Yeah, that's a good... Because I, I love watching that's that. That's a good one, yeah. Viewers may think Candyman as one of the great uh, genre's most terrifying villains, but Rose said that the idea always was that he was kind of a romantic figure, and again, romantic in sort of an Edgar Allan Poe sense. It's the romance of death. He's a ghost. He's also the resurrection of something that is kind of kind or unspoken in American history which is, in this kind of case, slavery as well. So he's kind of come back. He's haunting what the new version of the racial segregation in is in Chicago. Yeah, I didn't even think about it that way. No, see, that's, that that's makes, a whole... That makes sense, though. Yeah. Because now, now, since you read that, I kind of... In my head, I'm seeing the character differently. Me too. I didn't even think about it that way. I didn't way. even think about that. The effects crew had a blacksmith make Candyman's hook, but when they went to pick it up, the blacksmith refused uh, to sell it to them once he heard it was for Clive Barker's new horror movie. 
this is a Clive Barker movie. He wrote it. No shit. Yeah. Yeah, the devout yeah. Christian okay. blacksmith had misgivings about the project. No. Oh. Yeah. Virginia Madsen was hypnotized given and given a trigger phrase on set for her scenes with Candyman. Madsen grew increasingly uncomfortable with this message, so it had to be canceled. That's messed up. She was really hypnotized. That's messed up. Hey, uh, you want a job? Okay, great. Come on in. Uh, you're going to be hypnotized, and you're not going to remember what happens for the next four or six hours. Okay, cool? Cool, cool, cool. cool, cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't ask any questions. Just sign this paper. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sweets to the Sweet, which is written in the crime scenes, is a line from William Shakespeare's Hamlet. I didn't know that was from Hamlet. I didn't know that was from Hamlet, no. Tony Todd's favorite role and a movie of his own. Candyman combines elements of... Two really urban legends, Bloody Mary, yep. and the hook uh, from a guy who's parked from a in a parked car. So it's kind of a combination of both. Yeah. So I believe that story is like you ever see. I know what you did last. Yeah. Summer, right. The, the sequel's not as good. No, but the whole hook thing was like. Yeah. There was a guy that went around to people who were parking. Yeah, and, got and like got them, and what would be left would be a hook line going through the door. Do you think the hook idea was taken from this one? Yeah, 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 yeah. I would say so. Mm-hmm. Helen discovers a toilet bowl filled to the brim with bees, all feeding on something unseen. To achieve that effect, a queen bee's scent was applied by a professional bee wrangler. To the inside of the toilet bowl. No shit. This wrangler released the bees from the hive into the toilet, which had no water in the bowl and was not a functioning toilet. Vaseline was applied to the upper inside of the bowl to prevent bees crawling up the lid. After the scene was filmed, the bees were collected with a special soft, safe, gentle vacuum so no bees were actually hurt. That's cool. They went into some bee detail. Right. They they want to make sure that it looked cool, yet the bees were safe. But do, are they also giving bees a bad name? They might. Because, you know, you never realize how prominent the bees are in this movie. They're, but they, they are. Oh, yeah. They're, I, I'm so glad that they used real bees. I, I wonder if they're doing that in the real one, in the new one. I would hope so. I would hope so. Like, keep CGI, it authentic. CGI bees, though? No. No. Keep it authentic. That's right. Eddie Murphy was considered for the Tony Todd role, but he's too short. Different movie. It's too funny. You can't. I'm sorry, Eddie. I like Eddie Murphy. Uh, listen, I love Eddie Murphy. I cannot picture him in a horror movie. No. Well, he's done a couple. Yeah, but they're not. Haunted Mansion. Yeah, but is it a horror movie? It's a kid's movie. It's a kid's movie. What about uh, Vampire in Brooklyn? Uh, but it wasn't very good. No, it wasn't very good. You're right. So, you know what I mean? Like He can't. He he's done it, but he can't do it. That's right. Like, yeah, it's not good. I don't think I would ever would have liked Candyman if he was no. Could you okay? Could you imagine if it was Eddie Murphy and Sandra Bullock? It, oh god! Oh my god! It's could a she, comedy. That's it, what it it's is. It's a comedy. Hands. She's she'll she can do serious, but he. But hit, if you him have with a smile, yeah. Like, if hey, you hey. have both of them, you just change the genre of the movie. It's it'd be a horror comedy. Yeah, that's what it would be. Would it work? I think it might. It would be close. It would be close. 
The film's opening credits feature a great aerial view of Chicago, which we mentioned earlier. Oh, and it's it's actually a beautiful shot. Have you ever been to Chicago? No. I have. It's really nice. Really? Yeah, it's real. I should show you some of the pictures I have. I yeah, uh, we actually drove into it, walked around, took some photos. The deep dish pizza. Oh, I heard it's like to die for. No, oh. I've had a deep dish. I've made my own deep dish too, pizza like, too, but I made the Chicago way. So you, you take a cast iron or not a cast iron or a cast iron skillet, you line it up with dough. Mm-hmm. You do sauce, provolone cheese, then your toppings, then provolone cheese on top. Fantastic. Yeah, huh? yeah. Virginia Madsen claims that she was actually really hypnotized for some scenes. There was some controversy that the film was depicting racism and racial stereotypes, according to Rose. I had to go and get the whole set of meetings with the NAACP because the producers were so worried that they said to me that when they read the script, they thought, uh, why are there even why are we even having this meeting? This is just a good fun movie. Their argument, why why shouldn't a black actor be a ghost? Why shouldn't a black actor be Freddy Krueger or Hannibal Lecter? If you're saying that they can't be, it's really perverse. So there's this kind of back and forth there. I think if there, uh, like, it depends. If, if it's a good actor, why does it matter? Right. Why does it matter? It doesn't. Like, I wouldn't even care if Freddy was Asian. Doesn't, as long as it's just the right person. Doesn't matter. You have That's all it is. Tony Todd like, was the right person for this. He was, was the, the right, right person. person. Right. That's right. Like, you... You could have had any Anybody. any white actor play Candyman, but but this thi- kind of element though adds to uh, the area right. of where it's from, exactly. and it adds to the, what we talked it's, about earlier. If it if it's me if it's meant to be that an African American plays the part, so be it. it he kills it. He killed. He kills Literally, it. you know what I mean. But like any anyone could do this, like. You, I think what it is is people try to. But this look. is the '90s, though. Right, it's but a different. But they try looking for any excuse, any excuse to sit there and go, "Well, for this reason." So the Candyman in Clive Barker's original story had been described as an imposing, possibly white man with an unruly red beard. Us? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> According to Tony Todd, I met with Bernard Rose, who's a brilliant mind and a great director, and uh, and I wanted to say it was a it, it was a hire, but I just kept people kept having people telling me, "Oh, you'll never be able to shake this." I said, "You know, I'm gonna do my best, and and go away from that." So he's trying. To, he's Tony Todd really wants to do his best, and not be stuck in like doing Candyman twelve the rest of his life. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, I it's. You don't want to be typecast as like no. the the creepy guy. No. In August 2011, interview with Cindy Perlman of the Chicago Sun Times, Tony Stodd stated, "I never forget that I filmed that movie in a building on the south side of Chicago. That's the Candyman pad." That's kind of cool. The original story takes place both in a fictional British housing project called. Bob's Corner in the late 70s. While the movie moves the setting to the 90s into Chicago, the real-life slum of Cabrini Green, the change in setting also makes bonfires seem out of place as the original bonfire is a tradition of a Guy Fawkes night's celebration. 
but it the fire just right in this context is fucked up. Yes. Yeah. So here's our list of actors. We have Virginia Madsen, Tony Todd, Xander Berkeley. You know where you know where he's from, right? See the name sounds familiar. What? So the the I, husband guy. Yeah. You know what movie he's in? Think about it for a second. I'll give you two seconds. He's the stepdad in Terminator Two that gets offed. Oh yes! Oh my God! Same guy. Yeah. Yes. You didn't even think about it, did you? No. Yeah. He's the stepdad. Because, he's John Connor's stepdad that gets yes. offed. Yep. But he always plays those little like, like douchey guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Vanessa Estelle Williams, uh, Cassie Lemons, Dejun Guy, uh, Gilbert Lewis, uh, Ted Raimi. So you know who that is. Sam Raimi's brother. Yep. That's really that's those those are the big ones right here. So budget, we got six million dollars. Not a no, lot. Not a lot at all. No. And I thought it was actually made for more because it doesn't look like a it does not look like a low budget movie. No, and you would think they would spend a lot of money on the bees. Yeah, like keeping them and Get Out was made for the same amount of money. See, you don't have to spend a lot, a lot of, of money, money to make a no. good movie. So opening weekend five million. That's opening weekend. Yeah. So it was, it was not that bad. Uh, gross worldwide, tw- almost twenty six million. That's really good. That's fantastic. That's why it had sequels. Yep. Because if you make a horror movie at a cheaper budget, you can keep coming back. And you can, if you make it cheaper and cheaper and it makes more money, that's when you know it's a hit. Yep. So where was it filmed? Uh, Cabrini Green Housing Projects, north side of Chicago. University of Illinois, Chicago. Penn Central Freight Yards, uh, also in Chicago. So it looks like a large part of this movie was filmed in uh, Chicago. Northwest side Chicago. North. Side, near north side Chicago and in one ox, in one studio in LA really a studio city in LA so you had Chicago and LA which isn't too too bad I don't know what the permits are in Chicago but in LA they can get expensive so that's why it looks like they filmed most of it in Chicago well to me it would seem like Chicago would be fairly cheap but you can only well, film about six months out of the year, though. Right. Because of the winter. Because of the winter. But if you if you think about it, you don't see Chicago much in movies. No. You, well, you, like, well, you see them in um, a lot of uh, 80s movies. Like the guy that directed Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, yeah, yeah. He yeah. did Chicago. Uh, yeah. He did Home Alone, Chicago. Yep. So there's all yeah, the... so there's those, yeah. Yeah. But it's just nowadays it's always like L.A. or New York. That's right. That's what you're seeing like or, all the time. Yeah, or Atlanta sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So 1992, my favorite segment. These are the year it came out, movies of this year. This is Candyman. We have Batman Returns. Fantastic movie. Army of Darkness. Wayne's World. So Mighty Ducks. Not a bad year. Not a bad like, year. Not a bad year. Great year. Okay, what are you seeing? Candyman, Wayne's World. Seeing Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Yeah, I'm seeing I'm Wayne's, Wayne's World. World. Yeah. I'm seeing Wayne's World. Army of Darkness. Candyman. Candyman. Army of Darkness. Really? Yeah, I like Army of Darkness. Yeah. Batman Returns. Candyman. Batman Returns. Batman Returns. Yeah. Mighty Ducks. Candyman. See, that's okay. I know this sounds. You're, odd. you're on a date. Mighty Ducks or Candyman? I know this sounds odd. Yeah. Right. You're gonna go Mighty Ducks. I'm gonna go Mighty Ducks. I'm gonna go Candyman. It's Mighty Ducks has a special place in my heart. It I just know. does. I know. 
You're, t- you're t- telling me after I wrote this. Right. So yeah. I told you that I still watch it religiously today. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's one of my go-to. One and two yeah. is my go-to. Batman Returns is usually one of my go-to movies, too. Yeah, see, the... Something about Michelle Pfeiffer and Black Leather. It's... The, those two movies yeah. were so good. Yeah. And he still, to this day, says that he's Batman. He is Batman. And he is Batman. Batman. That's right. I'm so I'm so glad to see. Like I can't wait. Is it down here? Oh, yeah, Jesus. It, 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 I gotta get his name first. I can't wait to see him in the Flash. Yeah. Like because he's Batman. Because he's Batman. That's right. So here's the director's name is Bernard Rose, and here are the list of all the other movies he's done. We'll start off with you. A bomb with no name on it. The Wreckers. Looking at Alice. UB40 Red Red One. Oh, that's a music video. Oh, music yeah. video short. Uh, Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Relax. Go Don't to do it. it. Uh, 84. Uh, Bronski Beat. Small Town Boy. And Bronski Beat. Why? Frankie Goes <laughs> to Hollywood. Welcome, welcome so to the Pleasure Dome. <laughs> so he, he did like a lot of music, music videos. videos. Yeah. Prospects. Which is a TV series. Uh, 19, uh, Smart Money. Uh, Body Contact. Paper House. Chicago Joe and the Showgirl. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I yeah, had to. Yeah. Candyman. Uh, Inside Out 3. It's a music video, I'd say. Uh, Inside Out 4. 4. Uh, Immortal Bellevue. Yeah. Anna Karenina. Ivan's etc. Snuff movie. <laughs> Derek. <laughs> I like how it's like <laughs> Derek and Snuff movie. Yeah. The Chrysler's Nata. Mr. Nice. Twenty two ja- oh, two jacks, sorry. Uh oh wow, that actually that screwed with my yeah, eyes. Yeah. Uh Boxing Day. Uh SX tape. Is it supposed to be sex tape, maybe? No. No, it's SX a, tape. tape. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, the Devil's Violence. I Frankenstein, I think. He did I Frankenstein. I think so. That's where it is. Yeah, I Frankenstein. Yeah. The Hurdy Gurdy Man. Oh yeah, you like that one? Yeah. Don't you? Samurai Marathon. No shit. Claude. <laughs> <laughs> Claude Debus. Debussy's. Is that that's another short? Yeah, Claude Debussy. You like, do you like the Debussy? Debussy? Do you like the Debussy? You finally got it. Yeah. I was waiting for you do to you get like it. Debussy? Debussy? When was the first time you saw this movie? I think the, fir- the first time I randomly rented it. Yeah. Like I was saying, you know, like we we would watch horror movies all the time, but I always stuck with like the go-tos yep and then finally just adventured out and that was one of the ones on the horror shelf i grabbed watched it loved it i watched this about a year ago maybe before we started doing the podcast and uh yeah i was like i had seen it in a long time and i'm like well watching it and now we're doing it again i'm like okay well now this kind of looks familiar so you know that was the first time i'd seen it in a really long i didn't watch it in the 90s or 2000s at all so like recently like, 
God, I want to say it's been like 15 years since I seen it. Oh, really? Yeah, I want to say it's been that long. Yeah. So when I rewatched it, I was like, why am I not watching this? Yeah. Like, it's good. I still love horror movies, so why am I not watching this? Like I'm, like right now, The Conjuring's my thing. Oh, that's a good one. So here are our top ten scenes. Uh, number 10, University of Chicago. We cut to our uh, a lecture. In this lecture, the teacher is telling the students that fear is all about the, fork, the folklore that has to do with telling modern stories. The woman and the teacher are husband and wife. The woman calls Trevor out on kind of his bullshit. Trevor is coming off as kind of this uh, dick, and his wife is right from the start. She is trying to study while he is teaching a lecture. The wife is clearly onto something when she sees Trevor talking to Stacy. The wife begins to go over her notes about Candyman and she is writing her thesis. A cleaning lady tells this teacher uh, that she has a friend who knows about Candyman. The other cleaning lady tells the story about one of Candyman's victims but is reluctant to tell more. Uh, we can see people don't want to talk about him. Is, uh, isn't that like the premise of most scary movies? It's like, oh, it's folk- folklore, and the more you talk about it, the stronger it gets type of deal. It's by invoking it. Right. That's right. Yeah. You know what I mean? You are you keep saying its name, it gets stronger and stronger. That's right. Like with, with Freddy, it's it's the more you think about him, the stronger he gets, and the more powerful Or the more gets. you sleep. Right. Yeah. Uh, scene number nine, the two female friends talk briefly about what they've reconstructed or where she lives. Helen and Bernie go through Helen's bathroom mirror, and they notice that Helen's current house was part of the projects, but they fixed it up and turned it into a condo. Helen and Bernie look into the mirror, but Bernie backs out last minute, but Helen goes through with it. So this is kind of like the setup scene. We cut to Helen asleep, and Trevor just jumps out and scares her. I like that kind of a jump scare, too. Yes. Trevor comes home drunk and late. This is Helen thinking about what the hell he's doing. It is it is a very nice, just, it's a quick jump scare. Kind of, it's like kind of getting you ready That's for right. the movie. I think in this movie, when we, we talk about the scenes more, it's a slow burn. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's a very Definitely. it's a slow burn, yeah. Because some horror movies you have this killer right away, but this one, you don't quite you know. you don't quite know what's going to happen that's until right. it actually like that's happens. right. Scene number eight: Helen and Bernie go through the Caprini Green housing project to further investigate their thesis. Guys walk around this area, giving them cat calls. If they walk around, these guys tell the whole place that there's ladies here and that they're cops. They're not cops. Helen is taking pictures as they move up into the apartment complex. Helen and Bernie come across a room on the upper floor, and they enter it. Bernie tells her to hold up a little bit as Helen just goes full-on into it, taking photos. Bernie is realistic about the situation that they are currently in, but Helen is full-on daredevil in the name of her research. And we can see the difference in their personality t- in their personality types Somewhat shine in this small scene. Helen breaches the wall into the apartment, taking photos as she enters the adjacent apartment through the bathroom mirror. Helen and Bernie meet a local woman with her baby. 
This local woman tells these two that what she'd heard. The mother tells these two that she's scared of Candyman coming for her child. Would, would you go into a building like this? No. And, and do what she's doing? No. Nope. I wouldn't. No. Nope. Like she has bigger balls than I do. I I would not. I would be the friend, uh, Bernie. Be yes. like, uh-uh. Let's like, not. Like the whole time you're like, would not, you? I'm not saying it's th- because of the neighborhood. I'm just no. not going into some random building. No. I don't care what neighborhood no. it is. I just ain't doing it. Like, you don't know what's in there. You don't That's know right. what's going to happen. You could start putting a mousetrap. Right. Fall on glass. You just die. That's you could right. die in a place like that. That's right. Scene number seven. <laughs> we cut to a dinner scene where Helen, Bernie, and Trevor talk about, the, uh, talk about Candyman. At this dinner, Helen brings up the fact that they have something on Candyman, but this other professor kind of chimes in and tells them the full backstory of Candyman. His research seems to bore seems to be more in depth than what they already have. We are told that Candyman was once an artist. We get to the backstory of Candyman and how he lost his arm with a rusty saw. He also gets stung to death by bees. We cut to Helen back at Caprini Green and she talks to little this little boy. This little boy says he has to keep quiet. Helen plays the little boy. Pays the little, plays the little boy to get to show her stuff. We also see Helen walk by, walk by a large pile of wood that seems to be a bonfire. That will be a bonfire. We get another mini story about Candyman. Helen goes inside where the little boy was killed and takes pictures along the way. Helen smells something dank as she opens the bathroom stall. She opens the toilet and finds bees inside Helen gets beat up by a gang while taking pictures Helen tells this kid the uh, young kid Jake that Candyman isn't real you know another thing I think of when I think of bees what Nicholas Cage the, oh god the wicked don't even get me started on the wicked man don't even don't even the bees that the was bees. so I, I love the original wicked man so much yes it's so good it's so good and then the beat just don't. Like, listen, I, lo- don't. I love Nicolas Cage, but no. That was a, lo- that was a low point <laughs> yeah, was. in the Cage Renaissance. That was the Dark the Ages. Beast. The Dark Ages of the Cage Renaissance. <laughs> right. Scene number six, we briefly cut to Helen and Trevor having dinner as he seems to be distant. Bernie and, Bernie and Helen meet up later. Helen has been feeling better. Bernie is able to save the Helen's camera filled with the photos. Bernie drives away as Helen is looking for the other photos. Helen walks to her car as Bernie's name is being told. Helen is clearly seeing someone watch her from the distance. Helen seems to be the sort of trance. Helen can now clearly see that Candyman is real. He tells her that he just shed innocent blood. Helen wakes up covered in blood in someone's bathroom. Marie, the mother we had saw earlier, is now attacking Helen. Helen is now arresting, arrested for murdering a baby and a dog at the same time. Helen is soaked in blood. Oh, it's so intense. It is so. It's, it's so. Uh, it's, yeah. And it's like, it's a, do I dare say, it? it's a big mind fuck. It yeah. really is. Because is like, it implied? Right. Like, like, if you kill a kid, it's a hard R already. But, like, yeah. if you apply it but don't show it, right. still an R? 
No, I would say no, because if you just imply it. Yeah. Scene number five. <clears throat> Helen is under arrest at 10 p.m. Helen is removed, removed the head of the dog. The detectives grill Helen over the events of the evening as she calls Trevor, but the message goes to an answering machine. Trevor does not get the call because he is not home. And this is the third time that Trevor has come home late. We cut to Helen having nightmares about the child. Helen thinks that Candyman has the child. The lawyer tells Helen that if they find the child's body, they can't seem they can't seem to find it at this point, and they need her help to find it. Helen does seem a little crazy, but we don't know how crazy she is just yet. Helen is alone in her apartment, still trying to figure out what happened. Yeah, and you're also trying to figure out what happened. You're like, just you're feeling you're, for you're her. just as confused. That's right. Helen is sitting alone in her apartment, going through the photos. She notices a clear figure in one of the photos, and what appears to be someone in the background. She has clear photo of Candyman. But at this point, Helen does not know what is real, what is unreal, and what is a dream. As the audience, we are all we are questioning the same thing we are seeing as she is seeing it as well. So we're feeling for her. Helen looks in the mirror as a hand jumps out at her. Candyman is now in her apartment telling her to once again be her victim. He tells her she must take her or the child. It is her choice. Bernie is outside the apartment. Helen tries to go to the door, but uh, Bernie is killed by Candyman. Dun, dun, dun. That's a fucked up scene. Oh, yeah. It's huge. It's a mind fuck. Yeah. Scene number three. Trevor walks in to see Helen covered in more blood with a knife in her hand. Helen clearly cut Bernie, Bernie, her friend, into pieces and drained all of her blood. Candyman now speak uh, now tells uh, speaks to Helen, but only she can see him. In her mind, basically, Helen can clearly can clearly hear the baby crying in the distance, but can't do anything to help the child. Helen has now committed what would appear to be two murders. Helen has taken the crazy is taken to the crazy house where she's locked up. And the entire time you're like screaming at the TV like it's not her. Yeah. <laughs> because it now now her her life is getting more and more ruined. You almost like at that point like do you offer yourself up to Candyman just to end it? Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like you're now if he's even real. If he right Exactly. You could That's be, true. You could be psychosomatically yourself, yep. blaming Candyman, but it's actually you doing but everything. It's after you, yeah. Oh man, I had it in Piffy. I'm gonna hold on to it though. Uh, Candyman is now in the room with her, and she is now ranting and raving about Candyman in the room, but no one else can see her, or, and they won't believe her. We cut back to the apartment complex where we hear a baby crying alone. The baby is sucking on the finger of Candyman, which is creepy as shit. Oh, yeah. Wicked. Yeah. Wicked. Yeah. I got chills just looking at it. That was a creep. Like, we can watch some gross horror stuff, but yeah. that's pretty gross. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The nurses begin to move Helen as we don't know where she is. Helen is now talking to a shrink about what has happened. 
Helen has been in this place for a month. I like the time jump. So we're yeah. like, oh, she killed her friend, and now she, what the hell? Yeah. Like we're we are like Helen at this point. We're a little disoriented too as we try to figure out what's going on. Scene number one: Helen witnesses the tapes of the night she was brought in. From the videotape, she can clearly only see that she's the only one in the room. It would appear that Helen has been going crazy for a very long time. Helen tries to provoke her innocence by calling Candyman to come forward. For a brief second, it does appear that Helen is actually crazy. Candyman comes forward and kills her psychologist instantly. That's a rough kill. Wicked. And now it does appear that Helen has also been killing these people under the name of Candyman. See, what's... what's like we were just discussing, like we can watch people get ripped apart, but don't show a baby sucking on Candyman's finger. Like, no. don't. What was your favorite scene? It was those? the therapist one. The therapist one. Yeah. Like that one was her just killing like, her friend though. That one was see, rough. That was rough because her yeah. friend is with her with her the whole time. Yeah, I thought she was gonna kill Trevor, but yeah, it, it throws you for a throws loop. Throws you right That's for right. a loop. So here are some questions we had while watching it. Why is it we don't see Claire's death? Oh yeah. In the beginning. Uh, no, it's implied. It's we implied. Ne- we never see it. It's implied, right. What happens when a person only says the name half the amount of times? Do you still invoke I, him or enough to bring him out? Or is it kind of like I'm, you have to I'm say wondering it all you, the way? See, I'm wondering if it's it's just enough to bring him out, but he has no control over anything. That's right. Until you say it five times. Right. Does even mentioning its its name itself give it power? Right. That's a good point. Okay. I can't remember if they mention it. So what if you say his name twice in the mirror? Nothing. And, but, like, and then go back the next day and say it three times? Does the other two count? No. You know what I mean? I, I don't it think ha- so. It, it has to be, be five consecutive. Yeah, I believe yeah. so. That, I, that's that what was I thought. A, that was the one thing I was wondering. Like, if someone, like, stopped at three. Yeah, years then, later, did another one. And then did, like, two more. No, I think it has to be five in a row, yeah. yeah. Who really killed... Uh, oh, yeah. How does... Oh, yeah, sorry. This one's first. What is, a, what is it about the mirror that makes Candyman come to life? Well, so... The whole thing with mirrors has to deal with, like... Your reflection they're, of yourself? It's a reflection of yourself, or it's a, a gateway to... A hell dimension? Another dimension yeah, type of thing. which makes sense. How does the wife not know what's going on with her husband? Yeah. Is she too obvious? Yeah. Like, oblivious? Sorry, not yeah, obvious. It just seems like she's just way too oblivious. Yeah. What really killed real Ruthie Jean? Now, do you think it was Candyman, or do you think it was, like, someone else claiming to be Candyman? That's a good one. I want to say Candyman, but someone claiming to be sounds about right. Yeah. How late does Trevor come in? Late. Yeah. Like late. three, three, four yeah. a.m. What type of friend just lets someone go into an empty apartment alone? See, that's the thing. She's a good friend, like, though. She's I, a good friend, but, but like, come uh-uh. on. No, no. How come no one mentions the razor blades in the candy? Not once. Not once. But we, in the, we discussed this at work. Like, that's right. It, it's in the it, new one. It's in the new one, but it's not. It's not in the old in one. In this one. How many mini stories do we get about Candyman before we actually see him? Three or two? Uh, 
Ruthie Jean. God, I want to say three. And Claire in the beginning. Claire and the boyfriend in the beginning. Ruthie Jean. And there's one more, right? I think there's one more. I say there's three. I would say there's three. three. How much time passed before Ellen got that shiner? Yeah. She got it one day, and then like two weeks later, it's still there? Yeah. 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 Is Candyman able to put Helen under a trance or use her body like a meat puppet? I think it's like both. I, I think it's both. Both, yeah. Yeah. Does Trevor really need to leave her alone? He leaves uh, her. He's a dick. He's a dick. He leaves her. Right. Is it clear that uh, Trevor is gaslighting Helen? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he yeah. is. From an outside perspective, is Helen crazy? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Or does she believe? Does she believe in the real tale of Candyman? I think she does. Yeah. At this point, I think she like, really, really, really believes. believes. It. How does Helen just fit so perfectly into that nurse's clothes? Like too perfect. Yeah. It's too perfect. How is there a hook just hanging along the wall in the room lit by candles? Yeah. It's. I mean, it's good symbolism. It's good symbolism, but, but it's, it's almost too obvious. That's right. Like, it would have been better if, like, maybe it was a shadow cast yep. of a hook, but it wasn't a hook. Yes. Like, one of those type of things. That would have been cool. But when it's, like, obvious, like, yeah, there's, there's a, a hook. Come on. If it's on basic cable, with is it worth a watch? I don't think so. I No. 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 I don't think so. They're going to cut too much. Yeah. It's going to be too heavily edited. Yeah. I've never come across this movie on TV. Me either. No. No. Which streaming service do you think it'd be on? Amazon, maybe, or Paramount? Um, it's not on HBO, but I'd say Amazon or Paramount. Because at one point it was on Amazon. God, what is the one I have? You have them all. Discovery Plus. No, the horror one. Shutter. Shutter. It should be on. It Shutter. should be on Shutter, Shutter. But I haven't even looked. No. But Shutter would be one. Yes. Like that should be on Shutter. Yes, I do have them all. Yeah. <laughs> favorite part of the movie. Your favorite part. Not including the ending because we haven't gotten there yet. But it could be your favorite part. I, so my favorite part, like, my favorite part of the whole movie yeah. is, like, the special effects. I do like the special effects. Is I would have to say because of just knowing they use real bees, like, the the blood is not bad. Like, no. It's, it's very well done special effect-wise. I would say... Favorite part of this movie is that it's actually a movie like Dracula. Think about it. She gets hypnotized like Dracula. Yeah. It's about someone trying to find if Dracula's real. Uh-huh. It's basically a vampire movie, but just modernized just, just a little yeah. bit. Because when she gets hypnotized, you can really kind of see like the glow in her eyes uh-huh. and all that sort of stuff. That's what I'd say. Yeah. Something you didn't like. Um. For me, it was the razor blades and the candy. They didn't explain. I want to know more. Like, you just can't have razor blades and candy. I didn't like the fact that I was, like, as confused as, like, the character. Really? I I, I mean, I, like I do, that, I like, I do that like it. to a certain extent. Yes. I do like it for a certain extent. But it seemed like I was just always confused. When I first saw it, yeah. like, I like, didn't, what the I didn't like that I was always on her level. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it. Like sometimes it's cool, but when you're on her level the entire time, you have no it's idea. Up. Yeah. Would you pay forty dollars to watch it once? 
no. I would say no. no. It would be a pass for me. Would you for rather? For, for, yeah. yeah. Would you rather watch it in a theater or at home? Yeah. Theater. Theater. Like dark. Yeah. Just watching watch the crowd jump. first. Yeah. 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 I, I, see, that's the thing. Where we sit normally when we go to movies, it's not up front. It's like in the middle type of. I, I like to do right underneath the speaker. See, we're always near one. Yeah. But it's like I can still see a bunch of people in front of me. And it's just fun seeing like. Them jump. Jump. That's or right. maybe it's a comedy, so you see them like really laughing, laughing. Yeah. and then that gets you to laugh real hard. Oh shit moments. The first little story uh, being told to us, the mini story about Candyman, and setting up the rules. That's very important in a horror movie, yes. setting up the rules. Finding the artwork in the in of Candyman in the empty apartment. I thought that was the graffiti artwork yes. was very nice. Very nice. Finding the razor blades in the candy. The little boy explaining the story about another young little boy dealing with Candyman. He's fucking creepy. That is creepy. Seeing Candyman for the first time. Yes. Because he's at a distance at first, and you, you think it's just someone normally, and then he just comes and approaches her. Yes. Helen waking up covered in blood. Waking up which, in her best friend's blood. Which was insane. Yeah. Yeah. The slow burn of Helen going crazy. Mm-hmm. Finding the word sweet in key places, key places throughout the movie. Yep. Who had the best performance? Ooh. I'll let you go first. I'm going to say Todd. I'm going to say Todd, too. I'm going to say Todd. Yeah. Like Second best, he... then Virginia? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a good combo. Uh, that's yeah. a good combo, yeah. Yeah. Because well, yeah, Tony Todd killed, like, his Tony. voice is like butter. It's just like creepy as shit, but yeah. it's a good kind of creepy. But it's and his voice like nowadays is just so recognizable. Yeah, like, and it ages well too. Oh yeah. Yep. But it's like everything I see him in, or even just hear him in, I can go. That I know who is. that is. That's right. The ending. Helen escapes and heads back to her apartment. Helen walks in to see the entire apartment has been redone. Helen. Looks brand uh, everything looks brand new. Something is clearly off. Helen sees Stacy and Trevor living with one another. Helen was right the entire time about Trevor being a dick and lying to her. Helen has her moment to kind of put these two back into their place a little. We as an audience have known something has, was off about Trevor this whole time. We see Trevor call the police. We can hear Candyman is clearly talking to Helen once again. Helen returns to the apartment complex where she thinks the baby is still alive. She arrives unseen, unheard. She breaks back into the mirror where she had gone back. Uh, she had gone uh, once before. Helen is now walking alone, looking at murals of life of Candyman. And what people had done to him. Helen stumbles across Candyman sleep, uh, sleeping, basically. And she tries to kill him, but it does not work. She gives her life for the child. When he embraces her, it does seem somewhat romantic. If we think about Candyman is more romantic in this sense than Trevor ever was. Candyman opens, in co- opens his coat and bees fly out of his chest and out of his mouth. Candyman does not keep his word, and he takes the child once again. 
Helen notices something on the wall that states, it's always was you, Helen. Now, does that mean Helen committed the murders? Or does that, or was she the love of Candyman's life? Or is it somewhat unclear? Helen heard the baby crying in the pile of wood that would be the bonfire we talked about earlier. Helen goes into the pile to save the baby as children from the complex come outside and begin to burn the pile of on set it on fire because they think Candyman's inside and by setting it on fire they will kill him. Helen reaches the child. They toss fire into the pile and now it continues to burn. Helen screams for help but she needs a she gets a final act and she is able to get the baby out of there and burn Candyman at the same time. She is able to escape, but her body is covered in severe burns. What's really fucked up is she has third or fourth degree burns, but yet you never hear her screaming. No. Yes. Never. So she saves Helen, now has burns covering her body, and she saves the baby in this final act of kindness. Yep. The burn pile also burns Candyman at the same time. We cut to Helen's funeral... And only a couple of people attend. In a single moment, everyone from the complex that she just came by comes to pay their respect for saving the child. <clears throat> this little boy from earlier tosses Candyman's hook into the casket. Trevor says Helen's name five times in the mirror, and he's killed by Helen. That's a nice touch. Which, which is beautiful. Yes. I, yeah. I think he said it four times, but and it's like three, but the last two are whispers. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I agree. So, reboots and remakes. Okay, so they're, they're rebooting it. That's well, right. I have you? a theory. I've been holding on to it this whole time. Okay. I just thought about it now. The, the guy, the main guy in the remake is the kid. It's the kid the whole time, and that's how he's connected to Candyman. Yeah. He was the daughter of Marie. Uh-huh. He was the son of Marie who lived in Cabrini Green, yep. and he's moving back to Cabrini Green because he's a photographer, yep. and he's starting the art exhibit, and that's how – and he becomes Candyman. I'm going to call it now. I like it. I'm calling it uh, now. Yep. Yeah. So if we see Candyman in the next few weeks, yep. I'll be like, I call that I shit. I called it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it. So the thing is, you didn't you didn't have to remake this. You didn't have to reboot it. But I'm glad that Jordan has Jordan Peele has his hands in it somehow. Me too. I really do. Do you think it would have worked better as a TV series? Slow burn, eight episodes of someone becoming Candyman or someone confronting Candyman, or is it better as a remade movie? I think a remade movie. Okay, I thought uh, so too. A remade movie, like. I think they would it would be drawn out too much if they did a TV series, like with the movie you can just get to the point. That's right. Show some killing. Yeah. Stuff like that. Sequel. They did a couple of them, right? Yeah. But are they are any of the sequels just as good as this one? I haven't seen any of the sequels. So I can't. I can't attest to any of that. Okay. So. Well, there's three, what? four, four of them. I think there's four. I want to say four. Maybe 
I think I only seen up to three. Mm-hmm. And they're not bad. I like the first one better. I think I like the first and third one better, and the second one's okay. Okay. It's one of those things. Yeah. I, I haven't seen the other the ones, ones in a, a long while. time. I haven't seen the other ones at all. So. Right. It's been a long time. Watch Bypass? Uh, watch. I would say if you want this in your horror collection, definitely buy. Yeah, I, but, have, it. I have it. Right. So I would say watch and buy. Don't like, pass. Don't pass on don't it. Pass. This is, yeah. It's fantastic. It's it's one of those where yeah it's it was made in the nineties but it still holds still up real holds the, up it's really, really well good. yeah it's really good so like yeah again I don't understand why I haven't been watching this the whole time the whole time like it should be one of my go to like monthly oh I'm watching Candyman there you go I think that's gonna be a would thing. you watch it with the kids ooh there you go would I watch it with the kids yeah really I would I would. I okay, so there's some scenes that you, I mean, yes, some scenes, eh. but like I'd watch this with my daughter. She would like it. She would. Do you think the boys would get scared? They would get scared and just. Do you yeah. think they would think it's real? Yeah, they'd get screwed up. Like oh my god! So you should watch it with them. You know what's real? And then put a speaker in their room with the bees. Oh my god! I'm sorry, I'm evil. But, like, with The Conjuring, yeah. my oldest was into The Conjuring until he finally <laughs> he finally read Based on True Events, and that scared the living <laughs> piss out of you him. You should speaking with bees. Right. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But, no, like, my daughter. Yeah, she loves she, this She stuff. watched Child's Play with me, and she loves that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, this, I think she'd be into it. She might get scared a couple moments, but she, overall. I think she... it would be a couple moments, but that I also think she would torment her brothers. Like afterwards, Candyman's coming for you. Right? Yeah, she would. She would be. Oh my god! She would be such an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) So that's all we've got for Candyman on our horror series. Yeah. So if you like what you hear, please follow us on Facebook, Captivated Minds. Instagram is at Minds Captivated, and email us at CaptivatedMinds2 at gmail.com. Everything is listed in the show notes, even our Instagrams. And if you have any movies you want us to, uh, like review, email us, DM us, whichever. Yeah. If you also listen to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please turn on those notifications. Uh, you get notified every time we drop a new episode. And if you like what you hear, uh, leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, so thank you all for listening. Thank you.